All right. What's up, you guys? It's your boy, Walter Doom, back for another episode of Let's Talk About Horror. And I'm with my boy right now that I know for many years, Gang Gang, man. Welcome to the hey, show. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Yep. So, yeah, my boy, he's going to be like my guest, my first um, first of one of my many friends, you know, that I've known some, for so many years. And one of many guests that are going to be coming on the show for this month. And he does have a podcast of his own. It's called At the Night Lift or just The Night Lifts. I'm sorry. I'm talking in Instagram form. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. You can promote for me, bro. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah. His podcast is The Night Lift. He talks about different topics and different, like, experiences with different guests. I was a guest on there one time, if you guys remember, for those that follow my show religiously. This is my boy, Jacob, a.k.a. Jay Gucci. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks again, bro. I appreciate you having me. I'm, yeah. I'm honored to be a guest on the show. Um, you know, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big horror fan. You know, I don't know, like, as far as, like, too many is, like, you know, other than, like, the Alfred Hitchcocks, you know, the, the classic kind of stuff. Um, oh, fun fact, bro. I never told you this. My grandpa was in Alfred Hitchcock, The Birds. Really? Have you ever seen that original movie? I actually yeah, watched it recently. That, he was in that movie as a kid. There's a scene where they're out at like a little, little birthday party. And yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. He was one of the kids there. That's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's crazy, man. Yeah. I think that was probably like the most craziest scene from that movie when I watched it. <laughs> I was like, damn, how did they get yeah. all this to happen with those graphics and everything? And that's kind of Fucking funny. Insane. Think about it. I never really reflected on it till right now. But that's like one of the things too that got me into horror, you know what I mean? And and into that because I remember sitting around. It was Christmas time, and we we're opening presents, and somehow a story came out about my grandpa and my my uncle. It's his brother, my great uncle, um, being in the movie together. So they were both in the movie together. They're both brothers, and mm-hmm. um, and because of that, I watched that movie, and that's kind of when I started. And I was young; I can't remember how old I was, but that's when I found Alfred Hitchcock and started watching those kind of movies. So that was kind of cool to see. But um, yeah, bro, I appreciate you having me on. I can't wait to to talk some horror. But before we really get into talking about horror, let's talk about podcasting for a little bit. Oh, know. definitely. What's up with the night lift, man? Why'd you yeah. get started with the the night lift? Um, so the Nightlift podcast, you know, I call it a podcast for the people. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a growing kind of a show right now. I've, I've released nine episodes. I just finished my first season. I'm about to start uh, season number two um, this month in October. So um, stay tuned for that, everybody. Um, I appreciate you guys if you did listen in when uh, Walter Doom was on on episode four or six. That was right. No, I had you on four. My fault. I had you on episode yeah. four. Um, so um thanks to everybody who tuned into that but it's i call it a podcast for the people because my show is mainly to be community driven and what i mean by that is i'm asking for a lot of support and by support uh from the audience i don't mean monetary what i mean is just literal participation in the show so i want people to feel like this can be a place where they can ask questions and we'll, we'll we'll answer so it can be about anything so if you follow me at the night lift podcast um, you know, we'll answer all your questions that, that you bring in through Instagram onto the show. Um, you can send in voice messages. We air any kind of shout outs, you know, some, anything like that. The point is, is 
is that we're a podcast for the people and it's a platform for not just myself, but for anybody who wants to be a part of it or wants to get their voice heard, to get that heard, to get that opportunity for that. So, um, you know, my, my goal is for it to be, like I said, community driven. I'll put up, you know, who my guest is going to be, my listeners, anybody who's interested on the subject specifically can send in questions for that guest. That way, when we do, when I do record with that guest, I have questions from my audience. These are questions that the people want to hear. You know, these aren't just stuff that I necessarily just came up with on the fly or something I tried to make the show interesting. It's stuff that I want people to hear. And in in turn, you know, that helps me, that helps me engage with my audience. Yeah, I really do like the fact that for your podcast, you get a lot of like audience participation and just like a lot of support. I really do like that. I really see like everybody really taking the time and just like, you know, asking questions and just really trying to be very engaging with what you're doing. Yeah, I've been um, fortunate to have a, a pretty good um, fan base so far. And I have a pretty good listenership coming in. Uh, I have my, my steady listeners. I haven't put anything out in the last month because, as I just mentioned, we dropped season one. Um, we're waiting, you know, to finish up a few more episodes, and we dropped season two. Um, rebooting up the YouTube channel right now, so when YouTube when season two drops, the season one videos are going to be out, um, and then so on and so forth, and just kind of expanding from there. So you know, I got in a couple like random surprise donations from people. Like I was, I'm not asking people for money, but you know, a couple of you decided to just send me something anyways, like, hey, you know, get a mic or get whatever you need or do this or do that. It's like, you know, I got I got most of what I need, but I appreciate that. You know I mean? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I appreciate yeah, all the love and support I've been getting from everybody. And, and the whole point, again, is just is just to engage with people and give everybody an opportunity to have a platform. Yeah. Um, what would you say is the most difficult part of podcasting? Oh, man difficult part of podcasting i you know i, I, I know you varies. asked me this question like when i was on your show <laughs> yeah it, i but, think it varies depending on who it is like for instance i'm sure you're probably in a similar boat as me where you're the editor mm-hmm. director so how much work are you put in lately like i know you put in a lot of work oh so, man i put in a, like way too much work than i should because yeah, I'm pretty much the person that has to plan out the ideas. I'm coming up with topics. And whenever I have guests, I'm the one that's coming up with the questions, too. I'm editor. I'm social media promoter, <laughs> you know, marketing for myself. You're everything. You're everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so, it's a one-man so I guess to answer the question, show. the most difficult part for me, yeah, the most difficult part for me is is managing my personal life, managing my work life. And then managing my my podcast in life, yeah, you know, what yeah, I mean? yeah, it's all time I, management. I made, it is, it really is. And I had to make sacrifices and like, oh, I can't do this because of this, or I can't do that because of, you know this. And I made a lot of sacrifices for the show, and and I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? It didn't feel like work. You know what I mean? But in the end, it 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 is work. And yeah, you, know, you still and I still have my main job. I got to focus on and. And I needed to give myself a break because I was, I was, it was catching up to me to a point where um, I was like rushing, getting guests on and things like that. You know what I mean? And the quality isn't always as there. So I feel like I owe it to my listeners and I owe it to myself more than anybody. I owe it to myself 
to provide a quality show because this is something that I want to do. You know, I didn't come up with this idea just, you know, for for necessarily like, I, I mean, I guess you can you can say I did come up with it for shits and giggles. I can cuss on the show, right? Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, I, I cuss all so, the damn time. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't necessarily come up. I didn't necessarily come up with it for shits and giggles, but but I did come up with a concept almost almost out of nowhere. I guess you can truly say I didn't really know my concept of the show until episode two or three. Okay. Once I got to you, I knew where I wanted the show to go. But episode three is where I think I found my stride. Episode two is where I was like experimenting. Okay. And then it worked out for me. So like I, I, I built off of that a little bit. So episode three is where I got my layout in. So episode one, literally how it worked was I, I was on a, a podcast maybe a year or two ago on a friend of mine. And, and that's when I found out about Anchor and that, and just in the back of my mind, it's like, I always wanted to, to have a podcast and it would be cool to have a podcast, but what would I talk about? Like, I always thought I, I like sports. So yeah, let's have a sports podcast. But like, man, how many people out there have their own sports podcast? A hell of people have their own sports podcast. <laughs> yeah. You know what I Way mean? too many. Everybody has a sports podcast. So it's cool, but I wanted to be unique and I wanted it to be something that I built and I came up with. And that was just like, different you know what i mean um and i didn't want it to be like copying off of somebody else's show or anything like that and i kind of just said oh i was going through my phone actually and i was deleting apps and i saw the anchor app and i kind of just told myself you know what i'm just gonna do it so i was like you know what i put my phone down pulled out my computer went to the anchor anchor.fm got my got my start from there and uh and I went to a buddy's house. They were having a little kickback, and um, we, I think we watched some sports. I can't remember what we did. We were just chilling, though. And mm-hmm. the whole time, I had my computer with me. So they started asking me, like, what are you doing, man? I'm like, I'm trying to come up with, with a podcast. And then, you know, I started getting ideas and a little bit of input. So I got – I had, like, two different name kind of concepts, and I put them together. So I had, like – I had – I can't even remember what the first one was. It was the night – the something or no 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 it was like the daily lift it turned to and then it turned to like something else the day i can't remember what and um somehow i managed to and I, then i thought to myself or then it turned to like the weekly lift i was like you know what i'm not trying to do a <laughs> daily one i'm not even i'm not trying to put that on myself so i'm not going to say daily lift um, mm-hmm. i don't even want to put weekly lift at the moment but I wanted something just different. So I don't know how, but my buddy said it. He said it one time. He said, what about this? I was like, oh shit, that's it. That's the one. <laughs> that's, that's nice. The one. That's the that's one. That's nice. I like that. I, I slapped something together. I use like, um, I use a program, slapped together my logo that you see right here. Boom. Um, and then I, and I was a rap. That's how I started. So episode one, I just like, yo, sit down. We're going to do it. Boom. Record. That's how it happened. That's cool. That's really dope. I really do like everything that you're doing with the podcast. It kind of reminds me, and I bet a lot of my listeners don't know this, but on Instagram, you do kind of like almost like a podcast-esque live stream where you have like different people coming in as friends and all that. You know, I've been on there a few times. You know, we just talking about life. I turned into a little show for a while. Yeah, yeah, it it was entertaining, man. And you know what? Honestly, I think that gave me a little bit, I think that gave me the confidence because 
when I first did it, I, I don't even remember why. I think I was kind of tipsy, and I was just like, hey, I'm going to go live. And then, like, it got cracking. <laughs> hey, that usually was, is the case for everyone. <laughs> yeah, and then it started off like, fuck, I was tipsy every time. And it's like, damn, I started getting – it was tiring. I was getting too drunk. But um, it was just a lot of fun, and people were joining in. So I was like, man, I need to make a show. So that was kind of part of it, too. And, you know, that played a little bit into it. Hey, one that, way to make your drinking fun, man. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, season two, I do plan to go live on on the Nightlift show, and and uh, you know when I do go live with with my guests, their their shows are gonna be pre recorded a little bit, but when I go live, well, I'll go with it like the day it airs or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you, man. Hey, at the Nightlift, everyone on Instagram and and Twitter. So yeah, make sure yep. you guys follow him. So Twitter, at the Nightlift, Instagram at the Nightlift Podcast. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So continuing on with um talking about podcasting. What would you say is your most favorite episodes? Because for me right oh, now, yeah. um, besides me, you know, because I'm a bit of a narcissist. I'm kidding. Nah, I'm kidding. But um, I really do like the episode where you guys were talking about toxic relationships. And, you know, my last episode, I don't know if you listened to it, but it was about midsummer and, you know, me analyzing it with my two favorite collaborators, Dimey Horror and um, Megan's World, we were talking about midsummer and just all the little nuances about what was going on in there and just kind of like i was making more of the argument about why christian shouldn't be viewed as like a negative character and i'm still having this argument with a lot of people to this day but (laughs) it's enjoyable for me you know (laughs) but seduced man he was seduced he was was under some spells he he was tricked he was tricked like normal seduced he wasn't normal seduced he was like Mm -mm. on some spell type evil spell witchery type stuff you know what i mean yeah so yeah like when you guys were talking about toxic relationships that was one of my favorite my other favorite episode i would have to say is when um you had your homeboy on there that was the rapper he was pretty cool to me and when you had your girls on there Lori and um brie that was a really entertaining episode for me yeah. also you know just to hear it like the women episode, <laughs> Some of the stuff they were talking about. I mean, I'm like, I want to get into that, but it's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I believe you know that I was like, thinking to myself, like, I think I said it. Yeah, I think I said on the show, like, I need to edit some of this stuff out. And then, like, when I was doing it, I was like, nah, you know what? It's it's raw. It's real. I'm gonna leave it. Yeah. Oh, it was definitely real. I mean, I like some of the stuff that they were talking about, as far as like, you know, relationships of dealing with, like different men and all that. And it one thing Bree hit on which is pretty kind of like personal to me was when she talked about her relationship with that guy that she moved out to see and all that and be with. And it kind of reminded me about my own relationship that I was in with like another girl that didn't really pan out that well because we were both living in two different like well, countries really. But, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it reminded me a lot about like, well, this is why I don't fuck with long distance relationships they don't work work, man they don't they don't they for the most part a lot of them don't it's sad i mean in some cases it shouldn't say it don't completely in some cases it do but like yeah it's it's not worth it i feel like in the cases where it does work you have to have at least like seen the person before you know what i mean and like at least had some kind of physical interaction with this person before if not like how 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 do you do that you know yeah see that's that's been always my argument about like when i go into conversations about this it's like 
you know, unless you have like some type of physical connection with that person, it's not going to work out because they can yep. f- forget you just in an instant like that. Just, just like yes, that. Sir. You know, you don't know their life like that. Yes. They don't know your life like that. And be careful who you meet on Tinder, folk. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> That's all it comes down to it. But um, trying to stay on topic, um, what's your favorite episode ever since you started your podcast? Oh, man. You know what? All my episodes are my favorite episodes, but uh, I think I'm supposed to say that. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I, I really have favorites of mine. So. <laughs> I think I have like a favorite moment from every episode. Um, one episode that I think I really do like though is number three and, and um, was with my friend Richie who um, we talked about like gang violence, surviving gangs and, and you know, what kind of happened to him. So that was a, that was a crazy story and that was a real one. I got a lot of feedback from people on that one. Um, obviously the episode that I got the most views from and the most participation one was was uh with Laurie and Bree episode seven. Oh, I'm so I'm going to be surprised. A, <laughs> had, yeah, and then they shared it along their their medias, and you know they got followers, so it, it kind of blew up a little bit. And uh, they, they 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 actually they blew they blew that episode up. But um, that's so good. I, that. I, I would that. I would I would um, have to say like the girls like because the same thing with my girls that I collaborate, they really like promote the shit out of like everything that we do and i like that because it's like i feel like it's very encouraging and it also kind of like helps everyone out in the long run as far as like building up what they're trying to make mm-hmm. you know so i'm yeah. not surprised that they kind of blew up from that because even i was like you know these are some very interesting <laughs> stories you know <laughs> even though i see them on yeah, like on the live streams all the time i was just saying that uh they did blow the show up, and I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, it took two and a half days for them to break my weekly record. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean? so like my, I I can't remember what the exact number was. I think my my record was like seventy something in one week for a single episode, and they broke that in like two days. And so I was like, God damn, this one's blowing up. After my, my tradition, I was getting like, <laughs> like after the first two days per episode, I think I was getting like 30 to 40. So I'll get like my first half of listeners right there. But yeah. there's doubled, bro. There's doubled. And then, you know, I got caught, not a, not a whole lot, but I got a good amount of followers from them too. So, um, yeah, but I guess, yeah, my they're all my favorite, bro. I had a good time with one of my guests. It was it was great having you on there. We had a good conversation too. That was oh yeah, fun. man. We got we got to run that back though because we was both kind of like hungover. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun though, man. That's kind of what we're doing right now, you know. We're running it back just on your platform this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But less, but not as hungover. <laughs> oh man. Um, but um. How are you doing with COVID, man? How are you doing with this pandemic right now? To, just to switch gears a bit. Yeah, you know, that's that's a it's a topic that everybody's going through right now or something that everybody's going through. So it's a topic that it's, you know, everybody can relate to. Um, but I think, you know, just kind of like everybody, we're, we're all just kind of hanging in there at the moment. 
You know, what else can we do? You know, we all hanging in there. Everybody's going through it. You know, I mean, hopefully, hopefully you're you're you know you're situated enough where you can take care of your your bills and all that. And you got yourself situated, but I know there's a lot of people that are doing a lot worse than me right now. So I ain't doing bad, man. I'm working from home. Um, you know, other than just being stuck at home, I can't complain, bro. You know, I got my health, and you know, everybody around me is healthy right now. Everybody's good. So, you know, there are little mishaps here and there, but that's life, bro. That's that's what happens. The only thing you can do keep pushing that's it so yeah i'm doing good bro it's just working from home okay that's what's up man yeah um are you dealing with like well not dealing with but um have the theaters open up where you're at too they're not open bro okay open. yeah because i know more reckless in la bro they're a little more reckless <laughs> down there my guy <laughs> i don't know man because they they mm-hmm. kind of scary over here <laughs> Yeah, I know they got things going on. It's still popping out there in some areas. My friend was just out there. She sent me a video. She's like, why is this beach fucking cracking? It's like, that's LA. That's no LA. one wants to be home. That's why. No one wants to be home on a hot weekend. <laughs> like, you know, I feel like right you got now. AC in house, you got to get out. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm one of them. I don't have AC. So <laughs> I'm over here roasting. But um, yeah, with LA, man. We're just like we're just like fucking Florida. We don't want to be in the house, you know. <laughs> like, it's too hot though. You can't blame them, bro. It's too hot. Dude. Y'all can't stay in the house that long. Nah, and it's crazy because it's like we were good for like maybe the first I want to say month or two months at most. I give us, but then everybody was like, "Man, fuck this quarantine shit. I'm going out." I swear, yeah. like lately, whenever I go out the house, I'm seeing more and more people out. And I'm just like, I could have sworn we're in a pandemic right now, you know? <laughs> and it's so weird because I'm seeing, like, all these people out, but all these places that are closed. It's like, <laughs> I don't even know how that shit correlates, man. Yeah, you know? Crazy. Yeah, but I feel you, man. I mean, I'm still pushing just just like you, man. I mean, I'm I'm actually physically at work, but... You know, it, it's it's whatever. Things is like it could be better. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy because I think a lot of people are finding out right now that you can do your jobs from home. Oh um, yeah. And a lot of people, for instance, um, you know, I know somebody who who's who's related to somebody who works at some office where, you know, they had this this huge office, expensive mm-hmm. office that they pay for or whatever. And they realize that they can be just as efficient from their homes as long as everybody gets their work done. Yeah. So now they're talking about maybe even just staying home for for doing their jobs, period. And not <laughs> and you know and save the expense of having to rent the office if everybody can do their work from home and and they can you know finance people's needs for their home needs or their home office and they'll do that and it'll be cheaper for them I guess. But so a lot of businesses are kind of doing that too. Surprisingly. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like. I feel like that's literally the next movement in society. I mean, this pandemic is really like changing a lot of things that we, that were just normal, you know? And I'm not surprised that it is like changing people and how they view going to work, you know, for those that are able to actually work from home, you get me, but um, I have something mm-hmm. else in my head that, that I'm totally like forgetting right now. It had to do deal with like working from home, something else. I can't remember it. 
<laughs> but um, yeah, it happens, bro. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not surprised that if everything is pretty much changing. I mean, it's like, what do you, what were you expecting? Like, but you know what? Oh, I remember now. Um, even though working from home is working out, I feel like um, school at home is not working out. And the reason why I say that because of the job yeah. we're in, you know, right now it's not working for them. Like kids just are not learning shit online from anything, nothing from their teachers, nothing from that homework that they're getting. Like all that shit is just going one ear out the other. And it's sad, yeah. honestly, because yeah, I think there's just, there's just too much distraction at home and not necessarily like that, like there's people around distracting them, but just mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, they can, they're at home and like even working from home, like I've noticed it's easier to just get up and just start working in your pajamas and your hair messed up and not even care. You know, before I had to get up early, get myself prepped, you know what I mean? Yep. Take a shower, do my hair, do it, you know, get to work get up on time this is that you had your whole routine now mm-hmm. everyone's just kind of out of that whole routine and just more like well i'm kicking back at home anyways i'll just stay in my sweats and posts all day and whatever you know what i mean and and it's comfy but some people are getting a little comfortable with it and that includes kids you know yeah and we all we all went so long with no school you know after that schools closed they weren't doing much you know what I mean? So it was it was hard right after the first few months. And mm-hmm. I don't think any of us expected to still be in this pandemic to this day. You know, it started in March, bro. Yeah. You know I mean, I mean for March, me, over here about pushing October, like Halloween's already canceled on here. Like, damn, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. We, we haven't even hit October and you're already canceling Halloween on us. Yeah. Yeah. So so and I'm and then I'm hearing what was it like Biden said something last night that like everybody, if everybody wore masks consistently, then we'd be ready to open up by 2021. It's like, damn, that means if we perfect for the year, we, Lord that, knows that's too we, much we, to ask. As human beings, we as human beings are not perfect. No, nah. you know, there's no way. There's no like that means we're gonna be here for a while, bro. Yeah, don't be yeah. surprised if we're doing this almost the next summer. <laughs> hey, I already surprised. I'm already like have my mindset that we're gonna be in this for like the next two or three years. Dang. Honestly, af- after oh, like nah. after this year, I feel like there's gonna be like one or two more years of this shit. But where things are kind of like slowly but surely opening up opening up, you know, at like limited capacity. Yeah. You know, but it- it's the world we live in. But that 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 oh my god covid covid sucks <laughs> covid sucks that's for sure covid sucks but we're going to go ahead segue you know we got my boy jay gucci on here at, on at the night lift you know <laughs> i wish i had some drops but i don't <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and start talking about original movies versus remakes cuz i thought this would be an interesting topic i saw your list of like movies that you've actually seen before some very interesting movies um i want to say it's again yeah <laughs> i sent you a good amount of movies and i know like i missed some key ones you know what i mean yeah yeah i already been knowing i did 
Yeah, but a lot of the movies that you sent, I noticed like some of them, they do have remakes in them or some of them do have remakes. So here's my thing. Um, maybe um, if you have like a a movie that you like that has like a remake or, a re- you know, like original or remake, you get what I'm saying? Like, um, okay. can yeah, you, yeah, yeah. yeah, can you tell me right now, what are your, some of your favorites that are originals? Uh, are you asking my favorite originals? Yeah, f- yeah, your favorite originals. Okay. Um that that has a remake attached to them. Um before we started this show, you were telling me telling me about a, a potential remake of one of my old school favorites. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, go Let's go ahead and get into that. Let's go, yeah. go ahead and get into that one cuz <laughs> a lot the, of people uh, don't know it. The original Exorcist is uh, not a movie I recommend because it traumatized the hell out of me when I was a kid. Like I had nightmares forever, and like, I was, what was traumatizing I mean, I, about it? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I was in. I was in. Uh, I think I was in fourth grade when I watched it. Uh, and I was hanging out with like, and I was hanging out with. Um, my dad was like dating somebody at the time. And I got left with, with, I stayed with her kids because she had a couple kids and they were a little bit older than me. They wanted to watch it and they were making it like spooky, you know what I mean? And I'm a kid and I had never seen it. So I was hella scared, you know what I mean? They're trying to scare me with it too. And, it, and I was hella scared. I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. And, that's understandable. And, and I didn't necessarily like get get bullied, nothing like that into watching it. But like, they definitely knew they were going to, it was going to, they were trying to scare me with it, you know? And, yeah. Uh, but it, it was cool. It was funny. And, uh, but I was scared after that. So I heard they're making a remake of that one. So that's a classic, bro. Believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Like when Would I, you? I have, I have re-seen clips of it. And like, I didn't, I, I'm not going to tell you I sat and watched it for me because I still say, hell no. Nah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I have sat through it and be like, damn, this is what scared me. I still ain't going to watch it, but like, yeah. you know I, mean? like I laugh at myself about it now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Would you say that movie is untouchable? Like they cannot absolutely make a remake. They could make sequels, but they cannot let make. Let me tell one. you this. Let me tell you this. I'm gonna say it is. It, like you can't remake that movie, but not because it was such a great movie or it's such a classic or anything like that. But think about this, bro. Like when they were making that movie, didn't a lot of shit happen to people? Oh yeah, yeah. That movie you know I mean? was like, cursed. Why would it you? Why would you want to mess with that again, dude? Like, did people not learn the first time? They think it's a game, man. And that's the thing. Like, I want to get into this, and I know that you kind of told me a little bit. We talk about real life experiences. Like, I, I feel like what I'm more in, into are like mm-hmm. real life experience type stuff. You know yeah. I mean? So I'm more into those type of movies versus just like you know slasher killer type of movies. Yeah, the uh, ones that I like. <laughs> yeah, like their body parts chopped off and stuff like that. <laughs> I like kind of more like poltergeisty type stuff. You know yeah. I mean? So um, another one I like is, and I've actually never seen the original though, but I have seen one of the many remakes of the Amityville Horror. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I can't even remember what year it was. I was probably... It was probably 2000 to 2000 and 
four-ish. Maybe, no, nah, actually, it was probably a little bit before that even. But there was an original Amityville horror movie came out. And then how many have came out since? There's like two or three of them, right? It's it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. And then there's a lot of offshoot Amityville movies that came out. Yeah. Yeah. This one was, this one I think was supposed to be the remake of the original. Like the, one of the first remakes of the original. Yeah. Yeah. So that one I saw in theaters when I was a kid. And that one was creepy. But um, what about Child's Play? Did you watch the remake of Child's Play? <laughs> yeah, man, they're they're crazy, bro. They're crazy. <laughs> Did you like the remake of Child's Play? <laughs> I don't know what to think of those movies anymore. Like the the first the first originals are they're cool. They're they're fun to watch now. They're like now when I watch them, I feel like I'm more. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm almost watching a comedy in a way. Like, 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 he's about to start to shout this person, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, it's funny because (laughs) laugh when it happens. I don't know what to think about those movies. I feel like they try to milk them too. You know what I mean? They do. They try to milk Chucky. Well, now they're coming out with a TV show for it. They came out with so many. Exactly my point. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what to think of those. The originals are dope. The originals are dope. They're classics. They're did you watch the re- Did you watch um, the remake? No, nah, I didn't watch the remake, man. Again, <laughs> like I told you, I, 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 I'm just kind of like whatever about the about the child plays now. Like the originals are cool, like I said, but the remakes they just don't interest me as much. Probably because I have seen, you know, some of the other ones that they you know they came out with, and it's just kind of whatever to me now. But no, nah, I didn't see the the, the remakes. Yeah, the remake, I feel like it it's very split because I'm I'm one of those people that actually like the remake, but everyone else that I've talked to that's seen it, they absolutely hate that remake. <laughs> like, but I'm like I don't know. I mean, but it's I, pretty I dope. Like, I'm gonna check it out there. I'm gonna check it out. I'll check it out for you to see because um I I know I know people that are like really big Chucky fans. And, yeah. No, they kind of said the same thing, but that's because I'm, and I'm just like, yeah, but you like anything Chucky. So um, I don't, I don't, I didn't necessarily take that person's opinion to heart when they said, oh yeah, it's a good one. I just figured, yeah, they're a Chucky fan. Of course they're going to say it's a good one. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, but I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. All right, for sure. Now, since we're talking about Chucky, I and I didn't throw this question in there, but out of the, out of the big four horsemen, so the horsemen are like, Chucky, Jason, Freddy, Freddy, and Michael. Yeah. Who who do you prefer? Michael. That's my dog. <laughs> Michael. That's my dog. All right, all right. <laughs> I give you that. Why Michael, man? I don't know, man. I just like that he can just stand there and walk at you and still catch you no matter what. Oh man. <laughs> You'll know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> be running, he'll just be walking, he'll still catch you though. Yeah, seriously. You know what I mean? But look, I don't know, man. I don't know why the the Michael Myers movies were always um and I did see the remake to that one. And then I think didn't they aren't they coming out with did I hear that? Yeah, coming they're they're coming out with sequels. Yeah, they're yeah. actually um they're rebooting it. So yeah. Yeah. There, there was a which one? Oh my god, what is her name? Jamie Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah. Her, that, I think that was the most one of the most recent ones I have rewatched again. Um, 
you know, she killed Michael and then he comes back and she's like, I killed you. And it's going, and they're doing the whole thing again. So it's like, you know <laughs> I, mean, he, I mean, he dies in almost every, well, I mean, they yeah. think they killed him in every film, but this dude doesn't die. Exactly. And that's why I like him. Like, how the hell does he always come back? I don't know, but he's fucking awesome. <laughs> Seriously. And then you always seem to catch people whenever he's just walking. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't know what it is about him. I just think he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For me, it used to be, um Jason but then I discover Freddy Krueger man and ever you know since Freddy's pretty dope though Freddy is pretty dope I mean the guy is funny as hell the guy has punchlines yeah and he kills you in the most gruesome way in your sleep as much as say, possible that's a, that's a crazy way like how I remember watching one I was thinking like damn if I was in that situation how do you escape that like in your sleep you can't stay awake forever. You know no, I mean? you, you can't. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. So, like, God, I remember watching, like, oh, I would hate if that was real. <laughs> well, <laughs> apparently it was based off of, like, this um, this little, um, I forgot where they were at. I, I want to say Indian, but it wasn't Indian. But it was based on, like, this little island and what have you, this little community. community. And people were actually dying in their sleep. But it wasn't from necessarily like some demon monster, but it was like from other factors. Like, you know, they were like getting sleep paralysis that was actually killing them and everything. Like they were having nightmares. That was just really hey, like horrific. You, know, you know what they say about sleep paralysis though, bro? Do you? What's that? I don't know, man. But a lot of people have different ideas about sleep paralysis. A lot of people like to be scientific about it. A lot of people like to be spiritual about it. Mm. What do you prefer? What method you want me to give you? You know what I mean. I mean, um, if I'm gonna give you, I mean, what I'm give you spiritual? I mean, what do you think? Right, uh, awesome. Spiritually, I mean, maybe I should say this about. Maybe I should say this about my background before I continue on. Because oh yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. It, it is kind of jumping ahead. It is kind of jumping ahead. But go make ahead. More sense to people, but so my family, it's crazy. I got like on one side of my family, I have uh, people who who are psychic you know what i mean and they kind of like like for instance my mom is one of them but she doesn't practice and she, she kind of suppressed those things because it scared her when she was young you know what i mean my, yeah my aunt practices it pretty religiously and like reads and does all these kind of stuff on people and and you know i let her do it to me one time only and it took her forever to convince me because i was just like nah i was raised on my other side of the family who's very religious, Christian religious. But mm -hmm. check this out. Here's the thing, man. And I think that, I think I heard this on like a Conjuring movie or something. And I've heard this before from my grandma. Okay. Do you believe in God? Uh, Do you believe in God? <laughs> I don't think okay, we want okay, to well, talk about Bible. Check this out. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't ask you directly. But yeah. here's the thing. If you believe in God, you have to believe in the devil. Yeah, which is true. You do. Right. So. If you believe in God, you have to believe in the devil. So who's to say, you know, that there's demons really ain't out there and it has to do with sleep paralysis? One thing is that um, they say that a lot of times people feel, you know, because you can't move and shit. Mm -hmm. and you feel like pressure on you. People say a lot of times if you have stuff going on, that could be a demon, you know, and it's doing something. Mm. So my grandma from my dad's side, the very religious. My grandpa was a pastor. Um, they're very well known. They're both they're both passed on now, but they're both very well known within their community, and they used to perform exorcisms. So mm. you would tell me stories about like 
performing exorcism on little girls and teenagers and women and and just like you know it's crazy stuff that she would tell me so it's it's crazy it's like you know you don't want to believe in monsters but i don't know and you don't and, and a lot of people don't believe in ghosts yeah see you know i was i'm skeptical because like i've never seen a ghost i've never had like i've had weird experiences and i and you know what we probably we'll probably talk about them Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, you wanna you wanna take a break right now and we'll jump back onto the subject. Let's do it because we're about to get real. <laughs> All right, man. So yeah, we'll take a break real quick, you guys. So like you shouldn't say in a scary movie. <laughs> yeah. So like you shouldn't say in a scary movie. I'll be right back. back now and i am back with jake gucci my boy jacob here from the night lift and we are about to get into some stories right now about ghosts and psychics so we kind of left off a little bit talking about your family right yeah a little bit All about right. my background yep 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 so i want you to go ahead and continue off where you left off so the, as i was kind of saying my um my mom's side of the family there's some psychic abilities amongst the women. Um, and then on my grandma's side, you know, they're, they're very spiritual. On my dad's side, that is, they're very spiritual. And um, and my grandparents used to perform exorcisms. So those are kind of two di- completely different kind of spectrums, I feel like, you know? It really is. It's kind of like an extreme. Like, you got one side that, I mean, some people kind of deem as shamanism in a way, you know, with the psychic side. Whereas the other side is doing like, you know, they're doing the most extreme Christian beliefs possible, you know, performing exorcisms. Yep. I mean, how did you feel like when like you saw, you said your grandparents, did, right? Yep. Yeah. Like they were performing an exorcism. Like so just I've never like, actually seen it. You haven't actually seen it? I've never seen one. You know, I've never seen an exorcism performed. Now, now like in that type of situation, um, then my grandma passed away when I turned 21. Um, so she told me these, you know, when I was a teenager and I was growing up, um, I, I lived in, I lived with my grandma growing up as a teenager. So mm-hmm. she would tell me a lot of stories and, um, <clears throat> and actually I think it was one, one of my aunts or my uncles told me, told me that she used to do that. And I asked her about it just straight up. And she was just open, started telling me stories. And like, I was asking, like, how do you feel in that type of situation? Like, like, aren't you scared? Like, you walking into a room, and she was telling me, for example, this, this story of, of, this te- of this little girl, little girl who was possessed by a demon. And she was also doing voodoo, mm. doing, like, weird little rituals in a room. And, you know, her parents were, were immigrant parents, so they were working in the fields and and, you know, sometimes the kids would get left home alone and some, I don't know how she got into that weird stuff, the, the kid that is, and she got into her, her weird voodooism, whatever, all that stuff. I don't know if that's what it's called, voodooism, but she got into voodoo and um, and she had like, you know, some kind of mental things going on. It was like these demonic kind of, kind of uh, actions. So um, she, my grandma was telling me she went into the room and, and with that little girl was, was a little easier was one of her easier ones that is 
and basically you know her and her her group there's a group of them they they used to um they used to speak in tongues as well so like you know my grandma wouldn't speak but there was a lady that that was always with her so it was my grandma and her her partner basically they were the duo you know and okay so they were kind of like the conjuring in a way in a way in a way like you needed help you called them too like Ed and Lorraine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, and yeah, so she would tell me, you know, that was one of the easy ones that they, you know, they took a while and sometimes it would take hours of just praying and, and praying stuff would finally, you know, clear up. But, um, and sometimes, you know, they, they even said, it, you know, it's, it's risky though, because, because especially with like, I think in the Catholic church, you have to get, you have to, there's steps to take, you know, yeah. I mean? you can't just, call somebody like hey what's up i need a priest here and boom it's gonna happen you know what i mean there's steps you gotta take and they're gonna assess to see if an exorcism is really needed because it can be dangerous for the person itself too oh yeah because i've read like some reports because there's this movie i watched called veronica and it dealt with like a real life situation where a girl was possessed i think i've seen that it's kind of old it's not old but it came out a while ago huh yeah yeah and it deals with like a situation that happened back in spain and mm-hmm. that this was one of the first cases where, like, yeah, I did see this movie. Yeah, the death was ruled like from a from possession, like it was a death ruled by possession. So, yeah, I did my research about some of the um, possessions and what have you, and like some of the exorcism do lead to death, like because it's very dangerous. Yeah. So there was like, there's different levels to it. You know what I mean? So um, that that girl, they felt like they they just wanted to go pray for her and see what happened. They were able to help her. Um, there's a, another story where she said it was a lady, um, and they they would like, I guess the the family would tie her down to the bed because she was doing like all kinds of crazy demonic stuff, like her eyes rolling to the back of her head and you know all kinds of crazy stuff. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Um, and then my grandma's telling me that she went in to you know go start their their process of of, um and this was just to assess not to to perform the exorcism itself this is to assess that they they had she walked in they they found her strapped she found the girl strapped down with some rope and she literally was like got so fucking crazy like demonic crazy got the strength and like busted like one of the like it, she was tied up by her arms and her feet and busted one side of the of the um of the bed frame oh shit that's crazy yeah and that you know and then and then they ended up having to come back again and they were going to perform the exorcism and they went to go pray for her this time you know they didn't have her tied down um they had her just laying down and they were praying for her and in the middle of the prayer like she started hissing like a snake mm-hmm. and, and apparently like her eyes kind of changed and she literally, this is what, this is the exact words. She slithered off the bed, slithered like a snake off the bed and started spitting at them like a cobra, you know? Oh shit. Oh, oh hell no. <laughs> hell no. I, I would get the fuck out. <laughs> I'm not in that room. <laughs> oh now man I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't inherit that strength from her so now me I'm gone I got scared of exorcist movies let alone think I'm gonna be in that room 
Damn, no. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you know, they were they were my grandparents were like really really well known, and I don't want to say powerful, but like spiritually powerful people in in you know in their community and and just in in the religious world. And the other side of my family was you know they're. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like they're a little bit crazy at some some points. Like, <laughs> Is this the psychic one? Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, man, <laughs> you guys are tripping me out. I don't know about all this. Like, I believe in weird stuff, but like, I don't know. Some of the stuff they're telling me is just out there. And what are um, what are some of the stories that you have about them? But but like, check this out. So my my grandma from that side, my mom's mom, mm-hmm. uh, she. I don't know if she knows, but I'm like, or if she knows that I know, but I swear to God, her house is haunted, dude. And, you know, I've heard stories already and she lives in that house to this day. So she'll probably hate to actually hear that I'm even talking about this. But um, (laughs) I remember just as a kid, I never experienced anything in that house myself. Yeah. so I was, I told you how, or I mentioned how that the women on, the, on my side over there were, or not necessarily that they're psychic either, but they have like ability, some kind of ability. So apparently like, um, I, I think it was my mom said that she used to be able to, not, not that it would happen regularly, but like sometimes she would have a dream mm-hmm. and that dream would actually come true. Yeah. You know I mean? So it's like a premonition. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, um, it's not it's not much deja vu. It's like deja vu is like you have that brief moment, but she's having like full on the experience. Yeah, which, like she had a and, and it ends up reliving like in reality. Yeah, for one, like this one was and this one wasn't a bad experience, but um somebody went missing in the family for a while. Mm-hmm. And she had a dream that they found the person like a couple months later. But nothing happened to the person. It's just that the, the the person left and went to hide away because she got pregnant and was embarrassed to tell the family. Oh. So she had that she had that dream, and then like a, like she's a little bit later, like a week or whatever, however long later it was, that actually happened. Oh. So it's like what the hell? Um. And then um. Yeah, I, I hope she don't hear this, but um, like my grandma's house on that side, I I found out when I was young that some weird stuff had happened, and I would, and my mom is probably gonna hear this because she she watched she listens to my show, and if it gets cross promoted, she'd probably find out I've been on this show. She go check. Me. But, um, well, hi, mom. <laughs> yeah. So. so um, I remember my dad told me stories about stuff that happened in the house and um, and stuff that my uncle told him happened in that house. So my mom's brother had told my dad what happened. My, and my, you know, my parents had me young. So mm-hmm. um, my mom had me when she was 16 and my dad, um, they were teenagers at the time. You know, they took my, my uncle my dad took my uncle to like youth groups and stuff like that because you know my grandparents, his parents are are these religious, super religious people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, apparently, some weird stuff was happening at my grandma's house, and it started overcoming my uncle a little bit. I was a baby, and I would there was a certain room that I was terrified of. 
as a baby. So anytime they put me in the room as a baby, like I'm this infant. You know what I mean? If they yeah. put me in this room, I would start crying. If they took me out, I was fine. But as soon as they put me in the room, I would cry and cry and cry and never stop until I got out of there. They say babies see that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and um, so my dad told me the story about my uncle. And so basically he was he was taking my uncle to these youth groups because he was acting different. You know, this is this something was was wrong. And then he started telling he started telling my dad that he was seeing he was seeing like these these spirits at night and they were getting to him. And apparently there was two spirits in the home. One mm. was good. One was good. Not necessarily good, but it wouldn't mess with you. It would just watch you. Really? And the other one was bad. Mm. The other one was like, like, you know, it had bad intentions. So um I guess they were like not that he would see like silhouettes or like see a ghost of a person, he'd just see black masses. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? So apparently like this, they would float above, the, uh, like like imagine you're, you're sleep, sleeping in bed, you look up in the middle of the night, you just see these black masses floating on the top above your room in a circle. Oh, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. So he said that there was one that would just, it would just chill. It wouldn't float in a circle like that. It would just chill wherever in the corner or wherever. Yeah. And scare him but it would never do anything and then it would run away or it would just dip like out of north when that one dipped he knew the other one was coming oh you know what i mean so so the the one that was really like the one he had to watch out for just was like you know coming a little bit later yeah so the other one was kind of he kind of i don't know if i'm getting the whole story right because i never asked him he might even listen to this and maybe his story would change. I don't know. I've always wanted <laughs> to ask him. I've never asked him to this day myself. And now I'm probably going to. I'm going to ask him about it. Um, and maybe I can come back and give everybody an update. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. But, but um, he might not want to even talk about it. Or he might deny it. Who knows? But um, so apparently, though, like it was affecting him in some shape or form. My dad started taking him to youth groups, noticed he was different. And one time at the at the youth group, um, they were all holding hands in a circle and they were praying. And like, I guess out of nowhere, my uncle kind of like fell down to his knees and he started like, his eyes turned like bloodshot red. And he started like screaming, like, ah, kind of thing, you know what I mean? And everybody yeah. was freaking out, everybody was freaking out. But then like he stopped and he kind of like, he kind of fainted and they went to him like, are you okay? And <clears throat> he told my dad that he felt whatever was in him leaving through his eyes and it was burning. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, you were kind of breaking up on that last part. Can you repeat that one more time? Yeah, that that after they went to check on him, like he fell down to, like he was on his knees and he kind of fainted a little bit, you know, they went to go check on him, asked him if he was okay. He said that his eyes were, you know, his eyes were bloodshot red because when he fainted or when he was screaming that he felt the whatever was in him, the spirit or whatever it was, exiting his body through his eyes and it was burning. It was hurting. Oh. You know what I mean? So that's why he was screaming because it was burning. I was like, ah! You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, damn. I cannot imagine. Oh, go ahead. But then after that, he seemed to be cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. As a kid, 
as a kid, there'd be times, I remember a couple times, like I'm going to get dropped off at my, at my, with my mom. And, um, and as at my grandma's house over there. And I remember being told like randomly, like, hey, um, by the way, he can't stay today. Like, oh, something's happening, like, what? And I'm being told that somebody broke into the home because like I walked up to the window and I, and I had seen like my grandma's house was messed up inside. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? And then my grandma told my dad like, you know, um, that, oh, or my mom told my dad, or I don't know who, somebody told my dad like, he can't stay today, um, whatever. And what I was told was that there was, that somebody broke into her house and they ransacked her house. What really happened? So, and then I remember asking like, why, what do they take? Were they looking for money or something? And, and apparently like, I remember hearing that nothing was stolen. Mm-hmm. So I made the connection later on, but I, I started hearing also from my dad that something happened at at um at the house with my mom. So oh. I started like I started like asking my mom, but my dad never told me what happened though. That's the thing. So I started asking my mom. He had always told me you gotta ask her. Like if she tells you, she tells you. You know what I mean? And um, and I would ask her, and I would like throw little hints and whatever. And she would never like kind of budge. And then I finally like told my dad like a little bit later on, like, hey, well, you know, something's happening. And he probably forgot because I was young when I was asking him all these questions too. And I asked him a little bit a few years later. And then he told me something about it. He mentioned a Ouija board. Mm, oh my God, the dreaded that. Ouija board. <laughs> like, he, didn't tell me, he didn't tell me what happened though. He didn't tell me what happened. So, and I was like, oh no, I made the connect. Like something happened because of a Ouija board in there. So I was like, and it has to do with my mom. Boom. So then I go in there and I'm like, I asked something to him. And then every time I brought it up, I tried to bring it up like nonchalantly. You know what I mean? Like, like, I don't try to just bring it up randomly. Like, hey, mom, what about this ghost thing? You know what I mean? Like, I try to find a way to ease it in there so that we because she hated when I brought it up. Yeah. So I don't know how I did it, but somehow I mentioned, like, yeah, I know something. My dad, t- I just straight up told her, my dad already told me this. I don't know what he told me. I have to ask you. Just tell me. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Just tell me you know yeah, I mean? you're being, you're being like that know. nosy little kid, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, at this point, I'm already a teenager. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't want to tell me stuff for a long time. But um, come to find out, my mom was trying to scare her friend. And they were playing with it. We deep board, And it scared her, too. And they, they all got scared by messing with it. And they just ran away. You know, you're supposed to, like, kind of close them and whatever, you know, close the yeah. circle, whatever. You do what you board. Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to um I don't know what close happened. it and say bye to the to the spirit, you know. Yeah, I don't know what exactly happened, but they got scared, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it properly closed or what happened, or you know, and they still don't want to tell me full story about like of how it got if it got like how they disposed of the Ouija board or everything, like you know what I mean. But um, it's just like ever since then. Apparently, that's when something started happening at the house. You know oh, what I mean? Man. So that's when the stuff happened with my uncle. And then with that robbery thing, it wasn't a robbery because what would happen is in the middle of the night, everything in my grandma's house would get thrown out of the cabinets and in the middle of the kitchen and the living room, all the stuff would get thrown in the middle of the living room. And it was like, because of the demon or whatever it was, that we got let in. It was yeah. stuff in the house. It was a poltergeist, bro, is what it was. Yeah. Oh, oh it was straight poltergeist, man. Like when you mess with those Ouija boards, man, that's that's not the move. <laughs> you know, you better know what you're doing. Yeah, man. So like 
that like they don't play with Ouija boards, people. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I'm going telling. going back to the movie I was talking about with the real story. That actually how the girl ended up um getting possessed too. She was playing with the Ouija board because she wanted to bring she wanted to talk to the spirit of her dead boyfriend who died in a motorcycle ac- accident. And instead of getting him, she got something oh, no. else. Yeah. And because she didn't close out the gate, you know, she ended up getting possessed. She started like changing and started acting different. And sure enough, like it got to the point where like she was just terrorizing the household and just strange phenomenons were starting to happen in the household. So, uh, yeah, you telling the story, I mean, yeah, you should not be playing with this shit. I mean, everybody kind of like, well, I know for like a lot of kids, they take this shit as a joke. It's crazy when you think about it. Do you oh, remember when we were young? Us. I went to Toys R Us. My bad. I didn't mean to cut you up. I went to Toys R Us, and the Ouija board movies came out. You know how much they were selling, selling Ouija boards? How much? Five bucks, bro. Yeah, that's that was Five what I was about bucks. to make. Like, I was about to say, remember how easy it is to buy a Ouija board in Toys R Us? <laughs> what? Man, they were easy to buy, man. Like man, what you're giving? You're gonna charge five bucks for to a kid? <laughs> give them the the power to talk to. <laughs> for five bucks? For five bucks, man, that yeah. shit is so crazy, man. I don't know who even figured that shit out, but like, that's nothing to joke with, man. I'm dead serious. Like, you know, what I mean, I, I I told you I believe in like the real stuff. You know what I mean? And that's the kind of stuff I like watching and. And again, I've, I've never had a ghost experience, but like, I believe in, in like, there's energies and I do believe in in demons, bro. Like, how yeah. could you not? You know I mean, and, and, uh, there's a lot of, a lot of like demonic shit out there and people practice Satanism. You know what I mean? People oh, practice yeah. that shit. Yeah. Is real. Yeah. There, like, there's people that go to a church of Satan, man. I there's mean, there's real shit. There's people, you know, and, there's people who do weird things. There's real culty stuff out there. You know what I'm saying? People practice real stuff like that, and and it's a trip. Like it's it's around us. You wouldn't even know it, man. Oh yeah, man. I mean, there there's like there's a lot of different. There's a Masonic temple just right here. You know, I'm sure you got by a lot of. Masonic oh, we got we too, we, I mean? we like, more than likely do. I mean, I know I've run into like a lot of Scientology places. You know, even though they're not the same thing, but it's like people like to speculate, <laughs> you know, with Scientology being like witchcraft or like just demonic shit and all that. Yeah, you know? but a lot of culty type stuff. And like, you know, obviously we're not a lot. If you're not in, you don't know a lot about the Masons. But I mean, if whatever you think, you know, you don't, honestly. But Oh, yeah, man. But yeah, all right, man. So we are definitely going to take another break, man. And what we're going to do, we're going to jump into the outro, man. All I got to say, man, like, I really do appreciate you coming on to the show. I love these stories, man. Kind of like doing some real change of pace kind of things for the show, man. I'm like how, yeah. you're, like how you're trying to do different things with your show. I'm trying to, like, always reinvent my show, too, man. You know? Yep. But yeah, we're going to go ahead and take another break. So we'll be right back with the outro, people.
and we are back we are in the outro right now and as you guys know i usually do like a must watch to be movie of the week but this time since we got a guest on here whenever i have my guests on the show i have my guests kind of give you guys a few suggestions of their own usually horror related sometimes they're not but you know it's all about like good movies you guys you know if, if my guests got good movies out there you guys should check out you should definitely check them out if there's shows i want you to check out definitely check out the shows so jacob what you got for us today man um you know i'm a little bit i'm a little bit old school when it comes to some of like my myself and and i'm i told you I'm, i like horror movies but um i'm really into kind of more uh real life type of situations and real life type type of things that could happen, you know what I mean? Um, I like thrillers. So a suggestion, I'm gonna go a little bit old school here. And one of my favorites right here is not necessarily to like, you know, jump out type of scary movie, but what, you remember the movie Hannibal? I do remember the movie Hannibal. Yep. Hannibal's one, Hannibal was one of my favorites back in the day. Like that was a creepy one. And you could follow that up with Red Dragon. Like, yep, yep. You know, they, those are some crazy, crazy films right there. Um, yeah. But um, are you talking about, because Hannibal was the prequel, but are you talking about the Silence of the Lamb movie, the original? And, and, and I was going to say, you know, that started from Silence of the Lambs, you know, and they're all kind of connected. So, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the story of Hannibal Lecter, man. I'm definitely yeah, like trying to watch that Red Dragon movie. It's on it, Netflix right now, man. And yeah, I saw it on the other day and I was like, damn, I haven't watched this movie in so long. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it again. Um, And I kind of want to watch them you know, all, all in, in order again, just, just to kind of get that whole feel of, you know, that, of those, but those are some of my favorites back in the day, you know, Silence of the Lambs was, that was a scary movie though. It was like, it, it was, it was kind of like a creepy movie. It was I creepy, thought, like, to me though, like those type of things that like mentally type of things that those get, those get me more, you know what I mean? Like the jump yeah. out scary, like, oh shit, they're, they're cool, whatever. But when you leave, like it's not the same effect as like the thriller type of movies. Those things got you tripping on the way to your car and on the drive home. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, because you're you know sitting I mean? there like this should actually happen. You know, like, I mean? in so yeah. many ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What other movies do you have for us? Oh, oh. What about um? I think this is a, another little thriller. It's I don't want to say it's necessarily horror, but uh, you ever heard of the movie Gerald's Game? Yes, yes, I actually watched that um maybe last year and that was a really crazy movie. I like that movie. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like that one. That was that was a good one too. I watched that um I don't know how long ago, but um that was a pretty good one too and just the little sex game that they try and do. Well, it's not even like she wanted to do it. He wanted to do it. And I was just yeah. like, the fuck? Like, it got intense. You're like, what the hell? What kind of, you weren't sure what direction it was going to go. And it just like. Oh, yeah. I kind of thought the ending, though, like it was kind of yeah. weird, you know, like. And I don't want to spoil the ending for anybody that hasn't watched it. But the ending was kind of weird for me. Yeah, I can agree with that. It was a little weird. Um, but overall, though, I thought it was a cool movie. Yeah, it was definitely a cool movie, which is also on Netflix, by the way. You guys, you guys could check that one out for sure. I mean, if anything, you guys should definitely check that one out if you haven't watched yeah. it yet. But I watch a lot of um, I watch a lot of shows like the you know the ghost adventure type shows, and and you know some of that you take to heart. You know, you take it with a grain of salt. I should say not to heart, but you take it with a grain of salt. Like 
um, you know, obviously in those type of shows, they can alter things to make things look different or whatever. But who knows? Yeah. I don't know how authentic that it really and truly is. Um, but it's just those are like, if you watch some of them, there's like, I think it's on, um, what is it? Uh, Amazon Prime. There, okay. If you have that one, there's like a quarantine edition when um, the the pandemic first started. Um, the the host, his name is Zach Baggins or Zach something. I can't remember what. Zach is his first name. That's what I remember. But um, he's gotten pretty famous, and now he has a museum on um, Las Vegas in Las Vegas off the Strip somewhere. Then he housed like a bunch of artifacts, like content artifacts, you know, from his studies just over the years and it's a creepy ass museum but like i guess during the quarantine a lot of stuff started happening so um that was kind of crazy and like some like slightly demonic type possession type of stuff happens in there and um i think a lot of people expect or don't really expect um i guess when they see kind of demonic possessions they don't really understand like how it actually happens but a lot of times it's it's kind of like it's not like something's just gonna pop at you and scare you. You know what I mean? What it yeah. does, it alters your mind. Mm. You know, feel the energy around you. Yeah. But it alters your mindset. You're not gonna like see this fucking red demon with a pitchfork and fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, you're not gonna see that. Yeah. Shit. What you're gonna do is you're gonna feel this presence. You might it might reveal itself to you in some shape or form, but mm-hmm. the energy is going to like, is going to hit you more than anything. And, and that's going to just change, take over your body and change your mind. And, and it fucks with you like that. So that's yeah. why, like, to me, thrillers just kind of make you feel like a way of something real, like of how it could happen. You know what I mean? If that yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, um, speaking of things popping up at you, have you ever seen that movie La Llorona or even believed in La Llorona at all? Bro, I'm Mexican. You know we believe in La Llorona. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. That story was invented for kids to get their ass home. That was it. <laughs> That's how that story got invented. You know what I mean? Some yeah. Mexican lady wanted her damn kids to get home because they're out there partying or whatever to them. She said, if you don't come home... Like, Arona's going to get you. Who's like, Arona? It's the crazy lady who drowned her kids. Okay. You know, that's how, like, Arona started. And it turned into some crazy, you know, boom. Yeah, but, crazy folktale. But I seen the movie recently, and I thought it was the most trashiest movie ever that Hollywood could have ever I saw, did. It's on Netflix or something, I think. And I was going through it, and I, like, I had, I almost pressed play. <laughs> and then i think like a day or two later i saw you tweet something out about it and i was like oh yeah i'm glad i didn't press play <laughs> <laughs> yeah this this like and i'm actually really surprised because it's by james wan who is you know involved with like the conjuring movies and with saw movies too and he produced this movie and i'm just like how you go from Saw and Conjuring, which, I mean, I love Saw. I'm okay with Conjuring, but not a big fan of it. And the offshoot movies, I really don't care about. I don't care about Annabelle. Even though that doll in real life, that's a crazy doll. Oh, yeah. 
Like that's that's one doll I would not want to fuck with <laughs> at all. And the, in the movie, they don't make it look at all what it really looks like. Oh no, no! When I saw the actual doll, I'm looking at it like, wait, but I could see many girls wanting to play with that doll. I don't it's see a, many people wanting to play with the one in the movie. Doll. That was a popular doll in like what the fifties or something, whatever years it was. It's yeah, Raggedy Ann dolls. Look that up if y'all don't know what that is. Look at a Raggedy Ann doll. That's what it. That's what the the Annabelle doll really looks like. Yeah, yeah, that's really all it is. And to me, I'm just like the Hollywood really try and make that doll as creepy as possible. Yeah, you it's know, Hollywood, man. It's Hollywood. <laughs> it is. It is. And, and bringing back to the point about La Llorona. There was way too many fucking jump scares in that film to where, like, the movie wasn't even scary. It wasn't even, like, really watchable because the plot was bad and just the acting was, like, okay, but the the plot was bad, the story was bad, and just La Llorona herself was not even scary, and it was just way too many jump scares happening in that film to where I was just, like, why is this shit so corny? <laughs> I kind of felt that way about um, The Nun. Oh, yeah. I, that one was terrible, too. I heard a lot of people hated that film. It was, it was all right. I mean, I mean it, wasn't a, it, was, it wasn't a bad movie, but, I mean, it was just kind of whatever to me, and I felt like it focused a lot on the jump scare. Um, uh, I went, I actually watched it in a, I think it was a, technically like a 4d theater where i don't know if that makes any sense to anybody but basically like you're watching the screen but you can see along the sides like there's there's uh, projections on the sides of the walls as well so you can oh see, that's pretty imagine dope. If you're looking down a hall so like mm-hmm. in the movie the nun there's a scene where they're looking down this this hall and there's like candle lit right so mm-hmm. but if you look to your left on the uh, in the theater on the wall it looks like you're in the hall because there's a candle like right here right here you know what i mean there's a part where the nun gets closer to you and all the candles start turning off and they're getting it feels like it's getting fucking close to you so it's like oh shit so i had like a different experience when i watched it it was a little fun but overall if i would watch it just normal it's just kind of whatever yeah i feel like if you're watching it in that kind of experience it will definitely like give you a different perspective about that movie because i think honestly if i watched that movie in that kind of perspective, yeah, I probably would think a lot different. I, me personally, I haven't seen the nun. It just makes the jump, the jump scares like more effective. You know what I mean? And it makes it a little, yeah, like oh shit, you feel like you're in the movie, so it makes it a little more, more intense and. A but see, that's the problem. Scary. But see, that's the problem. Like movies like that, they're only good for like being in theaters. You know, exactly, exactly my point. So that's why when I seen it regularly, it's just like, eh, it's whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm like I don't even want to watch that film because I know I'm gonna look at it and I'm just gonna be like this movie is trash. Why am I watching this to begin am with? I, am I correct? Am I? Does that one is that supposed to be like a prequel of how the Conjuring kind of? Didn't it? Remember the end? It's supposed to be the start of Annabelle, I believe. Or An or Annabelle, right? Or yeah, it's supposed to be the start of Annabelle. Yeah, I can't remember I, which one, but that's supposed to be how how it came from, that that church or wherever. I can't even remember what the fuck it was now. Whatever. Yeah, I, whatever. yeah. I mean, it's not worth remembering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, 
Well, all I gotta say, man, thanks for coming to the show, man. Everybody again. You know, at the night lives is my boy Jacob, aka Jay Gucci. You can find him anywhere on Instagram, Twitter, at Jake. At um, I was about to say at Jacob. <laughs> at yeah, the yeah, night lives on, on Instagram at the night lives podcast. If you want to check out the show, you can also follow me on my personal page at Gucci Tuan. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at the night lives and uh, follow my YouTube channel the night lives podcast. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, season one. Uh, videos um, upcoming in the next couple weeks and we're starting off with season two as well yep and as you guys know the boy walter doom is on everything you know you can find me on twitter instagram you know instagram is at walter doom whereas everything else is at walter doom and if you follow me on twitter as you guys should know by now i am at walter doom one because some asshole took walter doom <laughs> Man, that, that, that ain't right that's always going to be a thing on this show but other than that I am going to sign out this has been another episode of Let's Talk About Horror and we will see you again for another week um, this is America don't let them catch you slipping now peace love